Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to on this blusterous, gusterous, dusterous day. And there's a pop reference you might not get, full marks if you do. Anyway, today's row is going to be a bottom tier row. Now by bottom I don't mean it's the easiest one for people who have just started. What this means is it's a foundation building, fitness building, engine building row that everybody uh, needs to do in order to build their general fitness. So what it's going to be is two times 15 minute intervals with one minute rest in between. The first one is going to be at 20 strokes a minute and at 2k plus 18 pace. And the second one is going to be at 18 strokes a minute and at 2k plus 20 pace. Now for this workout I've done a test. I've loaded this directly into the ErgZone app. So if you take a look for the RA logo that you normally see on my wall, you should see that sitting there. And look for today's session which is numbered as RA1. Now the point here is that because you're only rowing for a half hour, I want you to try and actually hit these paces. So sometimes I do say 2k plus 18 to 20 or 20 to 22, but because this is a slightly shorter one, then I need you to try and hit those paces. Now that said, I don't want you to push past those paces. Remember the point that I always say, don't push the slow stuff, push the fast stuff. This is an engine building row, okay? This is one that just lets you get used to your technique, lets you build up all those mitochondria, get nice and fit, nice and strong, so that it when it does come to those big, fast, super powerful rows, you have that energy within you to row them. I will talk about this more within the row. There's no point me talking to you about it right now. So let's get into our four minute warm up. Now, as always, we start off doing that by setting up our machine. So go to your drag factor first and set it to where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video I have on the YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, set the foot straps so they cover the bottom lace in your shoe, or preferably, they will let you bend comfortably forwards at the front of the machine and let you get your shins into vertical. That's, that strap across the bottom lace of your shoe thing is purely a guide as a starting point. Make sure you can get into a nice vertical position with your shins pointing straight up. Okay, right, let's get into this four minute warm up at 18 strokes a minute with a nice gentle start first, please, in three, two, one, go. So when I say gentle start, I mean gentle start. You know how your body's feeling today, so gentle might mean that you're down at 2k plus 30 while you let your body ease into this. Or gentle might just be 2k plus 20 at 18 strokes a minute. It's all down to how you're feeling right now. Let your body ease into this. Let your heart rate rise up. Let your heart kind of go, all right, we're working today. Now let's get into this, rather than shocking it to a, <laughs> to a start by racing for the life within the first minute of your warm-up. It's not a particularly tough row today, just a long sloggy one. So you really just need to be warmed up, your body's moving nice and fluid for you to get through the row. Then even after this row, if you want to go and do some light weights, some ab work, some yoga, just go for a nice long walk or something. The point of today is not to have too high an intensity. These rows like this should really feel like a 
five or six out of ten if you were going to look at an effort scale bearing in mind like a zero or one out of ten is just sitting on the couch eating a bag of packet of crisps so five out of ten still means that you're working but just not hard should be able to talk the whole way through okay one more stroke here then let's take one foot out put on the floor and continue rowing don't worry if your pace drops off by four or five seconds here or even more you are rowing with only one leg in after all but the point here is to continue your technique in a nice smooth manner let's swap feet and you're just concentrating on that push out with your leg might feel more like a press when it's just one in that you're just kind of pressing hard into the machine I'm trying to think of another word than push answers on the postcard shove isn't right but I don't like push anyway both feet in arms straight and just roll with your back and arms so swing your back pull your arms in and just generate all the force with your swing over your hips and that pull in of the handle should still be able to be probably around about 2k plus 40-ish I guess with just your back and arms who knows everyone's different right let's do the opposite arms straight and then push out with your legs just concentrate on that catch at the front as you bites into the flywheel this is all about the timing of catching the flywheel and also driving out with straight arms in that forward lean position that's the point of this drill one more <sighs> big finish <laughs> okay you keep on moving up and down the rail have a quick drink i'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today and then we'll get into the session Okay then, so today's session is going to be 15 minutes, two times with one minute rest in between. Now, if you're not using ErgZone to control this today, then go ahead and program that into your monitor. We shouldn't really get out of sync by that much. It'd probably only be right about half a second. Pace-wise, well, you're going to do the first 15 minutes at 20 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 18 pace. And then second one, you're going to do at 18 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 20 pace. So a nice, easy row today, okay? So I don't want you to push this one too fast. This is about building general fitness. Okay, so we might as well just get straight into this. I am going to do this strapless today because I want to work on my posture and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to. If you haven't done strapless rowing before, I'll talk you through it as we get into the row. Um, but don't start off this way. Maybe think about doing it in the second interval, okay? If you've never done it before, I don't want you falling off the back of the machine. That would be bad, yeah? Bad. <laughs> right, so here we go then. So first 15 minutes at 20 strokes a minute at 2K plus 18 pace in three, two, one, go. Okay, so one stroke every three seconds. Follow me on video if you're watching this on YouTube or just listen to the whoosh of my flywheel 
if you're doing this in a podcast, but eventually you should fall into the right stroke rate anyway. 2K plus 18 pace means 18 seconds slower than your average 2K time. This is all in the description, so hopefully you've already read that, <laughs> read that, because it's a bit late now. But if you, if your current best time to row 2,000 meters is seven minutes 40, then your average time for each of those 500 meters is 155. Doesn't matter whether you start off fast and end up slow, your average is still 155. So when I say 2K pace plus 18, that in that instance, you'd be 155 plus 18 seconds, which would be two minutes 13 you see right now. And so obviously for that to work, you have to row a 2000 meter time trial and make sure and actually program in a full 2000 meters. Don't just start on a just row and then stop at run about 2000 meters. But if you don't know how to program the monitor, then check out the video I have about setting up the concept too. Where there's a section about how to program the monitor. Right, just do a few more strokes and then I'm gonna start talking technique. I just like to wait a couple of minutes into the meat of a roll like this, just to make sure that you are fully warmed up and happy with your flexibility before you start thinking too much about body positions and things. Right. Let's just do it for 12 minutes to go. Ah, there we go. So, we start today talking about your butt on the seat. It's quite important, but really, that you think about your connection onto the seat and that you're not sitting back kind of on the, the meaty part of your butt. You want to try and be primed and up on your sit bones. And even when you get to the back of the stroke, you're still kind of connecting with those sit bones rather than getting to the back and really tucking yourself under. There's various reasons for doing that. We pretty much all come down to posture and power, but I'll tell you one thing, if you can stay with a good posture up 
on your sit bones rather than tucking your butt underneath and then up and over and under and up and over. If you can just be keeping that pressure on your sit bones instead, then any kind of butt pain that you get when you're rowing, when your gluteus maximus starts to get sore, should go away. Because half of the reason for that pain is as you're rolling your your big muscles over your bones by having a poor posture and all rolled under and you're rolling back and forwards. You're constantly squishing your butt muscles, putting pressure on them, rolling them, almost like you're rolling some bread or dough, sorry. And so basically, eventually, your butt muscles get quite sore and start to complain a little bit. Whereas, if you can be up on your sit bones and you're forwards, backwards, forwards, just rocking over those sit bones, you shouldn't really suffer from any discomfort down there. I mean, if you're new to rowing, I think it's fair to say that you probably will, at first, suffer some kind of discomfort, no matter how you're sitting on the seat, up until the point that, see, maybe the first, I don't know, five or six rows that are longer than 10 minutes you probably have to kind of, it's almost like you're wearing in your butt. <laughs> but eventually your sit bones and the muscles around it get used to it. And also when you start actually using your legs properly, because you're activating the right muscles that also helps with the blood flow and you're kind of at the drive you're relieving the pressure on your butt muscles and then at the recovery as you hinge forwards you're not kind of rolling over them and squishing them like you're making a gingerbread man. Well, that was quite a lengthy discussion about butts, wasn't it? That was what, a good, a good five minutes where I was just talking about discomfort on your posterior region. I'm not going to get very far talking technique if that's how long I spend on each part. But anyway. So, let's quickly go through technique headlines then. See if I can get through them 
before the end of this interval. So it's spoken posture that you want to be on your sit bones, but you also want to have a good powerful braced, primed back at the front, ready for the stroke. And then also braced at the back of the stroke to be able to take the forces of your body coming back and pulling in the handle. Now that's twice as important for me because I'm rowing without my feet in the straps. So that braced core at the back is very important for stopping me from flying off the back of the machine. However, it's also about how you put the power in. So, you wanna make sure you lean forwards to a one o'clock position at the front. Remember, up in your sit bones, so you rock over your hips, lean in to the front of the machine. And then nice straight arms with that lean in. And then you want to slide forward enough on the seat so that your shins are pointing vertically. Remember I said about the foot straps before the warm-up. So vertically here. And then a powerful back and braced core, primed and ready to brace against the power of the stroke. And what happens there is that you keep leaning forwards, you keep your arms straight, but you push the machine away from you. Push, push. And then it's only when you get around about halfway through that push that you finally swing your back over your hips into that 11 o'clock position at the back and then at the same time pull in your arms to a strong finish. Now timing wise what's important is that you get your entire leg drive done before your back and arms come to a finish. So if I was to still be pushing my legs as my back and arms finished, I'd go flying out of the foot straps right now because I'm not attached to the machine. But because I get my leg drive all finished and my legs are down and therefore I don't need to brace against the foot straps. I don't fly off the back. But then you may be saying, 
how on earth do I get back up the rail? Well, so you finish, but then you get the handle away. So release over your knees, and then with that powerful posture, you just swing back over your hips. So handle back, arms back. And what that does is it shifts your momentum forwards without you having to yank on the foot straps or artificially lean. And then once your handle is past your hips, sorry, I apologize, past your knees, unless your knees are up your hips. Once the handle's past your knees, you can then bend them and you will effortlessly slide towards the front of the machine, ready for the next stroke. To repeat it all over again. And that is the overview of the stroke, which hopefully as I was saying it, you were thinking about what your posture was like. Are you leaning in at the front? Are you holding that lean as you drive? Are you swinging over your hips, pulling in your arms just after your leg drive is finished? Are you releasing the handle, swinging forwards over your knees? bending your knees and then sliding to the front of the machine. What I don't want is for you to be rigid and upright or, or and, in a kind of a 12 o'clock position the whole time. This isn't right, okay? I think I might still be leaning back, but if you're just completely at a 12 o'clock, the whole time you are losing a lot of potential power and causing a lot of potential injuries. Last stroke. Right, one minute rest, have a drink. I recommend water. Especially for, if I roll like this, so simple that you don't need a sports drink. Basically, if you take a sports drink, any calories that you burn through a roll like this, you're just gonna take straight back in with a sports drink. It's only really once you get past kind of the half marathon stage that you need to start taking in like sugary carbohydrate drinks if that's what your body responds to. Maybe some electrolytes or something, you never know, but certainly water is good enough for a roll like this. Okay, the next intervals come up thick and fast. We we'll start in 10 minutes. This is just our second one, 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 pace. Four, three, two, one, go. So 15 minutes at a slightly slower pace. The point being that this one 
is making sure that you don't blow out your energy system. So what I'm trying to uh, kind of put across is that everything feeds into each other. So these bottom tier energy engine building rows are giving you the fitness to be able to row with strength during the mid-tier and top-tier rows and to be able to complete them. If you push a row like this too hard, what you're doing is you're borrowing from the energy that you will need maybe tomorrow for your top tier row. And therefore, if you'll get into it, you suddenly won't be able to perform as well as you want and you'll be disappointed. I mean, it's really easy to push this session too hard. I mean, let's see, hang on, let's see. So, I've, I'm going kind of, 80% pressure and that's me 2k plus what six or seven through those three or four strokes and I could easily roll this 15 minute interval at that pace at this stroke rate completely overload the stroke but then I will be quite heavily fatigued, which then means that the 2K that I have planned for my next session, I'll be completely spent for it before I even start. Whereas this session is just about kind of building up that energy refining the powerhouse that I have to put into that 2k without draining the tanks so this may not be the exciting row the one that people in the gym will come over afterwards and say are you okay you beasted that one or come over and say, can you show me how to row? You're amazing. You're not gonna get that from a row like this. To be honest, I've never had that from a top tier row either, but the only time I've ever had someone, well, I've told you the story about someone, a girl who thought I was James Cracknell once, and that was, hilarious but then another time I'd just done a marathon oh no a half marathon and someone came over to me at the end of it but more in a kind of like I can't believe you just spent 80 minutes rowing I was like oh yeah fine whatever but anyway I think it was well I know it was it was Sharita I don't know if that's 
I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. Sherita, Sherita. One of the most common voices on the YouTube channels and on the Facebook group. Love hearing from her. So positive. Just tries really hard and gets the results. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I do shouts out for anyone. No. She said in one of the replies that 18 strokes a minute is kind of like that friend you have that isn't particularly fun at a party, but they'll help you move house. They'll lend you a 20 if you need it. They'll be there to drive you home at the end of the night. They're the sensible one that keeps the rest of your life on track. I added some of that at the end, but it's basically what Shooter was saying that may not be the most exciting friend, but it's the most useful friend to have around. And it's true, no one's going to set off a fireworks display at the end of this, but it's going to allow you to do the rows, which will get you the fireworks display. And to be honest, both of them come hand in hand when it comes to motivation. Because this is a good sloggy row that by the time you get to the end of it, you should feel like you've had a good solid workout and that your fitness is really improving. And then that feeds into your performance rows. When you row, perform well, and then you can really touch the, touch the lighting paper and the fireworks and just go, you know what, I'm getting better at this. This is working. I'm getting stronger. And that's part of the motivation for what we do is getting better. Looking at this little monitor in front of you and recognizing how the difference between straight arms at the front or grabbing early can cost you pace, cost you time. I just lost four seconds in pace just because I was grabbing with my arms. It's the same with thinking about pushing with your legs. You push with your legs, you'll see yourself go faster. If you just come into the front and tickle with your legs, again, that's cost me five seconds because I wasn't giving that shove. And then your posture being up on those sit bones and then driving versus slumping and pulling. That just cost me another five seconds. Swinging your back too early, launching back 
without taking the power through your back. Again, three seconds lost. And then the other way around is to focus on the things that do make you go faster. There's a very common cue, push don't pull. I mean, this rowing channel used to be called push don't pull until someone said, excuse me, that's my IP. Could you stop calling yourself that? I went, yeah, right, whatever. But the truth is, I was quite happy to change the name because over time I've come to realize it's rubbish. I get what you're saying, but it's about a push with the legs at the front rather than a pull with the arms at the front. But what it does is it teaches you to forget about your arms. So if I just take a stroke hanging off the handle and then finishing with a, just a pull into my arms, into my chest, sorry. One more. Two, all right, hang on. Let's go up to 205 pace where I should be. Too busy talking. There we go. So, 205 pace, pushing with the legs, finishing with the arms, but not particularly pulling with my arms. Ugh. Hang on, lost stroke rate and everything. So excited about this next stage of ranting at you. Right, hang on. Right, we're back at 18 again. Come on, John. Keep it together. So let's go back to 205. So I'm pushing from the front of the machine and just coming to a finish pulling in but not with any great force and I'm at 205, 206 now if I just think about a strong finish just that here as you pull in the handle there you go, it took a while for the PM to catch up with me there. So I'm not changing the leg drive. I'm still hanging off the front, but I'm now thinking about pulling to a finish. Which the whole cue of push don't pull kind of tells you don't pull. So I prefer push, swing, pull. Okay, so push, swing, pull. That's the cue you want. Push, swing, pull. Push, swing, pull. Stick that on a t-shirt. Push, swing, pull. And that's a lot better for you because you're suddenly using your arms as well. And fair enough, a slow, low rate roll like this, you don't need to do that strong finish. In fact, when I was doing the strong finish, I was blowing out my target pace. But 
if you're doing a like a 2k race you want to try and squeeze every second of speed possible out of what you're doing and so if you've been taught not to pull on the handle it means that when it comes to full speed ahead you're not giving that little pull at the end that can just mean the difference between a PB or settling or first place or second place or third place or worse fourth place and trust me fourth place isn't nice when I travelled to Boston in 2015 for my first ever world championships I came in fourth and that's quite disappointing travelling thousands of miles spending hundreds of pounds training for well loads of hours to come forth admittedly I was quite quite far off <laughs> I think it was like I was 641 and third place was 632 or something so I was never going to get third but it's still disappointing to just miss out on the medals anyway so what I'm saying is the push don't pull cue is correct for the front of the machine but once you get to the back of the machine and you're thinking about adding pace to your row you need to pull okay push swing pull oh sorry that rant went on a little bit too long then and then for anyone who's still paying attention to me rowing strapless you'll notice I still haven't fallen off the machine yet and that's all because of technique there we go even when even when I was demonstrating laying in lots of power and over pushing the 18 strokes a minute I still didn't go flying off the back of the machine because I was pushing finishing my legs and then split second afterwards so basically the rhythm in my body goes goes hang on boom 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 so I go fubba boom fubba boom and the first one is my legs go down second one is my back and then my arms come in so it goes fum bum bum yeah <laughs> probably one of my less useful cues for you but hey um let's get into a two minute cooldown. let's get back on track back on brand here john come on let's get into a two minute cooldown. you can row with me row strong how irritating would that be if i suddenly became that Hey everyone, let's do a row. Don't know why I have to be uh, the American accent. It's just purely because <laughs> that's how I see the alpha male thing. I'm not not taking the P out of Americans. I could go. What else could I go? English? No, I don't. No, that's a bad idea. Anyway, sorry. Um, 
I should really probably delete this part of the video, shouldn't I? Let's get into two minute cooldown in three, two, one, go. It's a Friday night, I've gone mildly bonkers again. 18 strokes a minute for this cooldown. Just same as the first minute in the warm up. I just want you to connect with the machine. Make sure your muscles are firing, blood is circulating, heart is slowing. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to my spaghetti bolognese again, I'm afraid. Mentally, I've checked out now. I'm too busy thinking. Big bowl of spaghetti, huge bunch of bolognese. Tall glass of Ribena. Woohoo! Still doing the, the kind of the alcohol thing where I stop four weeks at a time. So I'll stop for four weeks, then I'll allow myself to drink some wine or something. Then I'll stop for four weeks, blah, blah, blah. And actually, miraculously, <laughs> timed it this time around so that. I'm allowed to have a glass of wine on my birthday. So that'll be nice. Obviously not for you, you're not going to be here. But for me it will be. And it definitely helps, I mean, even coming up for two weeks into not having any alcohol, the difference it makes is huge. To a point that I'm actually just considering just giving up drinking entirely because it's just not good for you it's nice sometimes Friday night glass of wine with dinner just a signal this is me relaxing but any more than that it starts to get a bit tiresome all right two minutes is up for me carry on rowing while I sign off I probably shouldn't make this one of my wafflier sign offs so hopefully the erg zone thing has worked Apologies if you can't find it and therefore it hasn't worked. It should exist there as just a row in the in the row along kind of track that you find, the RA track. Should be sitting there ready for you to do. Eventually this video will also get attached to it and then you can do it as the row along within the ErgZone app, which would be super, apart from the fact that then I'd miss out on a few YouTube hits, but hey, whatever. Um, so that's the part one of this. And then hopefully, part two, as long as I can get it to work right, should be that I've got whiz-bang fancy graphics. That I had a new counter up there and down here was my metrics while I was rowing. Now the reason I've buried them down in the corner instead of putting them kind of a bit more prominent is that I really don't want this to be about me. I mean, obviously it's about me because I'm talking the whole time. But I don't want... And the reason I don't want to have the ErgZone data up anymore is because I was starting to get kind of messages from people saying, oh, I can't keep up with you and you're going too fast and, and blah, 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 blah. And that's not the point. You're not meant to be keeping up with me in terms of pace. You're supposed to be rowing along with me in terms of stroke rate and, and starting when I start and stopping when I, I stop. But the actual pace itself is an individual thing that we're all different. We're all, some of you are faster than me, some of you are slower than me, and it's up to how you row. So... Um, I don't want it to be a prominent thing. However, I also understand that there is a motivation side of it, of seeing what my heart rate is like, of uh, looking to see, oh look, that's, 
um, uh, John's keeping the stroke rate right. And also it keeps it honest that I'm, I'm sitting here saying, well, I'm going to do this at 2K plus 18 um, with my 2K time of 145. So therefore that 2K plus 18, you should have seen 203 most of the time down at the bottom of the screen. And it keeps it honest and it means that I'm not cheating you. We are doing this together. This is just as tough a training session for me as it is for you, um, especially because I talk the whole way through it as well. So, so it's important to have my metrics on screen because then you can you can go, wow, this guy's actually doing it. But I don't want it to be a prominent thing because I don't want you to think you have to keep up with me because that's just so not the point and it's not what I'm about. What I'm about is you. I'm about making you row at your pace for as long as you want to. I'm, I'm not here um, to, to say, I'm going to row today at, at, at two minutes and I want you to make sure and row at a two-minute pace along with me because that's just silly. Um, I could do it. I'm going to row for three minutes full pelt can you do it for three minutes at full pelt that's the kind of thing but i wouldn't actually ever give you a proper time so that's why i've changed the graphics okay so that um hopefully this will be the new look for a while um and it also means that i don't have to rely on me remembering to hit record on erg zone so there's that as well anyway so hashtag hashtag i'm gonna so i'll actually see who it is so hashtag if you can work out to spell it the hashtag is harry mccleary right to most of you, you're going to go, what? <laughs> Who's Harry McCleary? Right at the very beginning, when I said it's a blusterous, dusterous, gusterous day, and Harry McCleary was ready to play. One of these days I'll do a book reading thing as well. It's a series of books for, like, kids' books called Harry McCleary, um, which weirdly is written by um, uh, someone from New Zealand. Uh, but it's all very, when read in a, in a Harry McCleary, it's kind of Scottish way, it sounds amazing. So we'll a blusterous, gusterous, dusterous day. And Harry McClary was ready to play. So today's hashtag is Harry McClary. Or if you can't stand doing that, just put new graphics. <laughs> but then the next one might be new graphics because I know they'll have worked. So there we go. That is the, I even said I wasn't going to talk on for ages and I have. And I've started doing book readings as well. Hello, and Harry McClary was ready to play. Book signings. Um, yep, it's Friday. I'm off for my spaghetti. I hope you enjoyed the session. It was a, listen, it was a good sloggy session. You're your uh, fitness will have benefited from this and it means that whether your next session is a mid-tier or a top tier then you will have the energy to push them as hard as they need to be pushed okay rather than have to book back off book off back off because you're tired because we don't want that we want to make sure and get all the right benefits and train sensibly okay so weird one for my chatting today i felt i was all over the place i do hope you enjoyed it please hang around please subscribe please press the little bell icon so that you get notified when i upload a video because otherwise how are you going to know when i do it you never know uh, and remember there's a facebook club group thing um, just search for row along indoor rowing workout video club i think and you'll find it you can pop in and say hi there um, and then the podcast as well i hit five thousand downloads in the, po the podcast today that's amazing that's been downloaded five thousand times Anyway, and that's all my things. That's all my socials. Well, I've got Instagram and Twitter as well, but yeah. Um, that's the end of this video. I figure the next one's going to be a top tier or maybe a mid tier, but it doesn't matter because you're going to do all these out of sequence anyway. So well done for making it to the end of this little sign off. It's like my little soliloquy. It's like my diary entry at the end of it all. Um, stay safe. Be well. Enjoy some spaghetti. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.